Come stay and play at Live Casino and Hotel. Welcome to one of the biggest casinos in the country with luxurious clean rooms, upscale dining, and the grandest payouts. Now offering stay and play and all in packages, including $50 free slot play, VIP parking, VIP casino access, and more. Book now at livecasino.com or call 443-445-2929. At Arundel Mills, must be 21, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. This, this, is, this is insane. I never thought, I don't know, I, I like to, to make a podcast or like an episode and like, advertise music and everything and talk about things i never thought that i'd be putting it out there for people to hear so this is this is sick i'm excited man this is this is like our moment this is like yeah. our best like you know that like you're my best friend theme song <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's what plays in my head like right now <laughs> no this definitely this definitely is our moment but like we I don't know, man. I It's like, at, at first, like when you think about it, when being that it's been years in the making and being that, you know, like we worked so hard to like get to this point, this almost feels like a checkpoint and it almost right. feels like it's so like well-deserved, like all the work that we've put in and all the experiences that you've gone through, all the experiences that I've gone through, like, like this is, is like super sweet to experience and like finally be at. I feel like when the Power Rangers form into that one, what's it called? Like the the giant uh the the robot. Hold on, I'm doing a podcast. Yes, he is. <laughs> God, <laughs> my mom was looking for the dog. But, uh, what were we talking about? The what'd you call it? The Power um, Ranger thing. It's I don't know. I I just thought of it as like the giant robot. Like I don't. I feel like yeah, I, uh, I didn't have a, a good enough childhood to be like, oh yeah, like uh, I know exactly what the I think of like Gundam, but that's like that's Japanese, that's anime. So whatever it is, that's what I feel like now. Like with gloves being our thing, it feels like a lot of pressure is just relieved. Like I'm just having fun. Yeah, yeah, but no. I'm taking it so seriously. Yeah, no, for sure. I think. It's it's one of those things where you know how people um they say uh um uh, like you a job isn't a job if you're having fun um mm-hmm. but even you know like sometimes during that job you still work hard and everything like that. I think this is so refreshing because not once when when we work together or have been making songs for gloves or or anything have I felt like stressed out or like it's tiring on my body or my mentality. It's it's just something that I'm like, wow, I'm I'm really loving this every step of the way. The entire process is something that I'm like, wow, this is this is the greatest thing I've ever done. And it's only gonna go higher. Like I I I love working on gloves material. I it doesn't even feel like a job, to be honest. Man, like every time any t- like I'll start making an instrumental and I won't know what to do with it and I've realized like the stuff that's not out yet still like we we have kind of like not a sound but like a palette right now yeah 
and I'll start being like, oh, this is within that palette. I don't even need to stress out that this doesn't fit my stuff. I can just put my energy into this for gloves. Yeah. And then see if Justin digs it or not. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I that That's definitely like a big weight off of my shoulders in terms of like, sometimes I feel like creating a certain sound or like a certain genre and like it doesn't work for me by myself but I know that eventually we're going to cross it or eventually we're going to work on something that's, that's going to sound like that. And like before I was hitting a wall and I'd be stuck and be like, ah, I don't know why me trying to make this song by myself doesn't sound right. And I couldn't put the pieces together, but since being in gloves, it, it like, it, like I said, it takes a, it takes a weight off my shoulders. It, it makes me think like, oh, wow. When I can't do something by myself, there's, something that I can do that is 10 times better or something that pushes the boundaries that I wanted to push by myself with you and, and in this group. And it's, it's like the best feeling in the world. I know what you're saying because like, it's like that bridge we did on slowly, which Mm. people will hear in a second. Um, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have, that would have not happened if you didn't do that part because (laughs) you did the second verse or no, it was a third verse, yeah. actually. And then yeah. you were like, I think the instrumental needs a shift. Like, I was like, yeah, I agree. It does need a shift, but I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. I started playing chords under your third verse. And then I got the chords for it. And you're like, and then I sent you the version back. And you were like, fuck this, Connor. I'm re- I'm re-recording everything. Yeah. Like, this, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm re-recording everything. I'm like... Oh boy, here we go. Yeah. Justin's going into this mode. Here we go. I had to do it. <laughs> I but I, no. I think I think to that point and um I, I think it the 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 fact that it took so many tries, um, looking back on all the attempts that I did, um, it makes you appreciate like when something as great as, you know, slowly happens in in my honest, humble opinion. Um uh, when something like that happens, it makes you look back on all the different tries you had, like when, you know, I'm not going to go into detail, but all the different things I did in those verses and mm-hmm. looking back, maybe cringing, maybe being like, oh, that's not good. Maybe being like, oh, that's, that's great, but it's missing something. Now looking back on it, it makes me love those just as much as the finished product, because without those, I wouldn't have got to the end. And, and that, that's, that's spectacular in my opinion. Yeah, for the people listening, slowly, for all of Justin and I's songs we've been working on recently, like, they haven't just been, like, here's the beat, here's the vocals, we're done. It's either, like, we've kind of had a repetitive process, I've noticed, that we're finding works for us. It's, like, I make the beat, and I lay down a verse idea and a chorus idea, and then I'll send it to Justin and he'll sit on it for a while, and then he'll finally re- finally record like a verse or something, and we'll kind of get what world the song's going in. And then um, after that, we'll kind of like once I'll start pro- like reproducing the song and adding stuff to it, and that's when we realize like, oh wait, let's change this. Let's take this whole verse out and put something new here, or let's change this instrumental bit and put this here. And it's like a, it becomes like this puzzle piece, but trying to make it sound seamless at the end. It's super yeah. fun. Yeah, there's nothing better. I, I feel like 
that like brings me back to being a kid again and like trying to put things together or trying to figure certain things out or even playing video games when I was younger and I was trash at video games, but I would sit there for hours trying to figure out how to beat one boss or one thing. And like, it was fun back then. And it's, it's just as fun now. Um, sometimes a song feels like a, a boss. Um, sometimes it feels like a mini boss, but you know, I'm just doing not enough, just not enough to get past it. But regardless throughout the entire process like it just it's it's so fun like and and I love the way that we work I whenever whenever you send me something I always think of Brockhampton and like the way that they work you can tell their pattern is like very in stone or like for like the first three albums mm-hmm. it was like very much so in stone and you could hear how they would record it you could hear how they would uh go throughout the the song making process and at first, when I saw them doing that, you know, I always thought they would put artists in a box if if you went yeah. about it that way. But I feel as if, you know, it's like if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know, and, it, and it's worked out very well for us so far. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. And I think the I, thing I love about our collaborative process um, is there's so much compromise, like without even caring. It's like oh, I don't like this. Let's get rid of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's get rid of it. Yeah. It's like, um, I like, think I am sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, nah, you're all good. I I think the thing that we realized was, um, or, or we took priority in over anything is if we're both not happy with it, then it's not we're not we're not doing it or we're we're going to compromise no matter what so if there's something that you're not happy with but i'm happy with it i'm going to be like all right well i may be happy with it, but i want to make sure that connor's happy with it and then vice versa i think the ability to be able to understand each other creatively and be able to be patient with each other creatively and, and compromise accordingly is is the part that that makes it work so well because a lot of people have one person going in one direction and then there's another person that like doesn't really do much um if they're in a group and they'll just sit back and then they'll finally have an idea and if that's if that idea is rejected or anything or not accepted um while talking then it creates friction and we always have open dialogue about the the concepts the the sound design everything it's it's a very open and free place for us both to express what we want for the song and Honestly, I think that that's why we work so well together. We just communicate on like a, on a very close and like different, different level. Yeah. It's because we've been building this friendship for, it's going to be four years soon, dude. Yeah. It's almost going to be four years. The way, my God, the way I met Justin was on Instagram. I just like found a bunch of people that messaged me on Instagram or something like that. And, uh, oh no, I, I put my phone number on Instagram one time four years ago and just let random people call me, which was a bold move by young Connor. No, bro. And, it uh, was, it was Twitter. It was, oh, you, it was you Twitter. tweeted out like, go like, like this and I'll DM you and like, I'll call you or something, blah, blah. That was a bold move. Dude, I don't know what. bold, super bold. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. Young Connor was a weird dude, but, um, so I remember I FaceTime a bunch of people. And then everybody I FaceTime, I put into a group chat and the, like, we all talk for a little bit, but then like, we're at that stage of like, what, 
everybody was either like ranging from 17 years old to like 20 at the time. Yeah. So everybody was kind of in that phase where they were trying to figure everything out. So the group chat like fizzled out, but everybody was still on good terms and everything. Everybody was just doing their own thing. And then Justin and I kept in contact so much that we ended up like working on stuff together. And Justin would send me songs that he was making. I'd listen, then I'd send him stuff. And we'd just talk on the phone for hours. And we still do. Almost hours. like, yeah. Hours. Like, I'd say at least twice a week. Like, hours yeah i i i gotta say that anytime with any any of my exes in the past anytime i'd call connor in front of them they would uh they'd act like connor was my girlfriend uh because (laughs) it's just that easy to to talk to each other and like it will just go on for hours and i'll be like no 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 no, hey i'm i'm talking to connor right now so uh yeah it's 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 a big deal it's a big deal yeah no justin and i are like, even in the podcast setting, like, you might not be able to notice the chemistry because we're both trying to stay, like, <laughs> promo mode. But, like, um, no, Justin and I have gotten super close. And the way Gloves kind of started was, I remember Justin asked me, like, do you have any, like, old beats that you don't want anymore? And I sent him, I had this folder I made when I was making my last album of just, like, um demos i wanted to send people if they needed songs like they weren't supposed to be on the album they're just ideas i made and i sent him this one that i had a verse on and like i think it was just a verse and i sent it to him and he put vocals on i was like dude we sound good together (laughs) like every time we put our voices together i like it we should just start making like some collab stuff and we didn't really think of it much and then we made a second song and that's when i I think I brought it up on the phone. I was like, I think we should be like a duo. Yeah. And then we came up with the name. How was the name? We're, I remember I was in the car. I was driving past a cornfield. Yeah, I was. Um, I, <laughs> I was at my I was at my friend's house. Uh, and I think it was like a night after partying or something. Or I'd come and just see him that day. And me and Connor are on the phone. We're talking about uh, being in a group. And we're like, wow, like we we could really do it. You know, creatively, we're right there. And I always felt like Connor had the sound that I couldn't quite quite grab onto in terms of like creating myself. Or I couldn't like, I couldn't understand it at the time. So like the, the idea of being in a group was was fantastic. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like Connor's my guy. We have to do this. Then it came to creating a name, and um, I didn't think this would be the hardest part, but it turned out to be, like, (laughs) maybe the hardest part. The one that probably took the most thought, but it was also the quickest decision. It was was a lot of thinking in a small amount of time. I'm sitting at my friend's table. We're we're talking. I'm on FaceTime with Connor, and we're like, yo, we need something... We need something that's going to pop. Something that makes no sense. None that's whatsoever. What none whatsoever. <laughs> and I'm looking around and I'm just talking to my friend at the table. I'm looking down on his table. His table is kind of messy. He's a messy guy. Um, and uh, I look down and I see a pair of gloves. And I was like, I was like, hey, Connor, how about we uh, how about we name ourselves gloves? And um it honestly it didn't take any convincing on either end because 
the second I thought of it, I was like, this is genius. And then Connor heard it and he was like, <laughs> yes, absolutely. We're doing that. It's random. It doesn't make any sense. But like, I don't know if we ever needed a, um, a uh, really proper way of describing what the name gloves camp comes from. Um, we can make up something, you know, there's two of us, but really when it comes down to it, it was completely random and it just happened to be in my line of sight. Yeah. Like we can pretend like, Oh, because like me and Justin fit like a glove, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. some corny thing, but no, in reality, there was just a pair of gloves. I heard the name. Justin said the name. And it was love at first sight, and mm. that was a wrap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad our name is Gloves. Because yeah, Because I just love the look on people's faces, not only when I tell them that my artist's name is Midnight Jaguar and they don't get it, <laughs> but now on top of that, I get to tell them that I'm in a duo called Gloves. And they're oh, like, yeah. dude, what are these name choices? Yeah, and then they, they don't hear, get it. Then they hear the music, they're like, wait a second hold on wait yeah i was not expecting that with that name like with midnight jaguar i think people expect me to be like a soundcloud rapper yeah yeah i would or, totally think that you were a soundcloud rapper or like yeah really sad or, yeah or like just completely like weird indie rock music Ooh, that's yes. what people always tell me they expect with midnight jaguar yeah 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 but then they hear it and they're like oh it's like r&b pop blend and that's kind of that's what gloves is basically too but it's more i think the difference between gloves and midnight jaguar is gloves has a little bit more hopeful like summery sound Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's not in a at least in my opinion obviously it's yeah freaking biased but no i i I agree i I completely agree I, i think it has more of like a a lighter feel to it even though the subject matter can get real if you're yeah. if you're not paying attention you'll be like oh yeah this is nice yeah in the summer but if you listen to lyrics you're like wait i think these dudes are kind of sad yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no nah, honestly i couldn't describe it any any better um also also i'm not gonna lie i gotta go off on a tangent real quick when you said weird indie rock uh group did you know that there is a a rock band with the lead singer as he's, he's dressed as a goblin and like, he never, he never takes his makeup off. So like, nobody really knows if he's a goblin or not. Like he's just, he's just there and he's always at the shows. He always has the exact same makeup on. He just, he's just a short guy in a goblin costume. Hopefully I'm hoping it's a goblin costume, but it really blew my mind. I learned about it yesterday. I'm sorry. I just, I just had to bring it up because uh, it's been on my mind for a while, and it's kind of troubling me. <laughs> Dude, I've always had, like, a fetish for that type of stuff in music, where there's the the person that just is unidentified, but yeah. they're, like, the star at the same time. Yep. That's the coolest thing to me. Yeah. Like, I've always wanted to... If I could go back and be like, no, I'm never telling anybody my name ever and i'm never showing my face and i just got to create some outlandish mask yeah that'd be so cool because you'd literally have a double life yeah no for sure that'd be the best i think i think the closest people that we have to that without actually wearing a mask um like there's like early weekend who nobody 
Nobody yeah. had any idea what that guy looked like in the very beginning. Like they were like, we hear his voice, we love his voice, but we don't know who he is. And the other guy who has, you know, remained invisible for his entire career is Frank Ocean. I think he has a good like in between of I'm still going to be like, I'm going to let you guys know who I am. But at the same time, you also have no idea who I am. And like that middle ground, it's not too far to the right where you're like in the dead mouse um, like range. And it's not yeah. too far to the left where like people are trying to see you, but you're not letting them see you or like letting them inside. It's like a good middle. He comes out when he needs to. And he goes away when he feels like he wants to. And like, I think there's nothing better that I guess that metaphorical mask is, is something that I think I strive for. I, I think you strive for. I think, honestly, I, I, I think it's just the right way to go about it. For me personally, I feel like uh, it's, it's like the old days, like in the 70s, the 60s, a lot of artists you didn't know about unless they dropped an album. It wasn't the, yep. the age of social media. It wasn't, you know, people always in everybody's business. Like you had magazines and you had newspapers and everything like that. And sometimes they appear on TV, but like you didn't know if they went to Chipotle five minutes ago. Like you, you had no idea, you know, and I feel like um, the weekend Frank Ocean, you know, people like Dead Mouse and everybody that either hides behind a physical or metaphorical mask um, do a good job of keeping that 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 way of fame or just artistry alive. And I, I really enjoy that. That that's my favorite thing. And that's my goal once i'm gonna say once to really put it out there i get bigger is not to be fake mysterious where it's like putting one word on your uh instagram story Mm -hmm. that's the album title and then unfollowing everybody that you followed to look mysterious yeah yeah, for sure i just i just want to be at the point where it's like i've told you everything about me in the music there's no reason for me to be up front here like trying to be on instagram like to me already instagram is exhausting i could give two shits about it but Mm -hmm. i have to care or else my music will never hit anybody's ears same with twitter and twitter gives me anxiety because it's so toxic right now it's it's so it's it's like i don't think the human brain or like anything of this sort is meant to take in that much information, that type of information at that rapid of a speed. Um, and like Twitter's meant for rapid fire um, information and opinions and everything like that. It's like, it's breeding its own form of ADD within a society of people that already as kids had hard times focusing and like, now you've got this where people are dragged from one side and, you know, to the other side and everything. They're just pulled in so many different directions. I think it's it's taxing on, on the human mind. Like, if I didn't make music, I would be living my life without social media. I wouldn't be posting any pictures. I'd, I'd honestly be living in comfort knowing that I didn't have this influx of people saying things to me or me reading what people are saying and people arguing with each other. Just like the toxicity of it yeah, the fact yeah. that it can't be cordial the fact that people can't really um get along and with normal conversation the way people used to um is is really dark to me and yeah if i if i didn't make music i'd i would take so many steps away from social media yeah i agree it's just 
it grosses me out how people act on it now and it makes me it sounds over dramatic because some like sometimes when i see people tweeting about like oh i hate online i'm like but you're online i have yeah. a hard time believing you but like for me i don't hate online I personally think the internet is phenomenal. It has helped me out in so many ways. I just hate that. I hate the personalities like that. Some people literally form their whole personality and all their beliefs off of the internet. And yeah. it drives me nuts because you can't, it's not real. Like there's, there's certain things that like just, it's not real life that you can't go about certain things in that way. And I think, I don't know it's just there's pros and cons like twitter has been great for starting movements like the black lives matter movement was phenomenal like twitter without twitter that wouldn't happen yeah um like there there are good there's good stuff it's just as you said like people are just so nasty to each other it's yeah just hard to watch i you know I, I often think about it like um in history as humans um i i'd say more so the recent history of of humans uh where technology is really booming um i feel as if we've created so many things that have good intentions and can be used for the greatest of good for like humanity you know social media is at its very base a way for people to connect um but i feel like it's doing the opposite of that and it's been the same with many other things that we've created. Um, like when it, whether it comes to, I don't know if you want to think about weapons or just in general, things that humans have created always start off good, but then get twisted and manipulated in a way. And then the people go along with it. The people get twisted and manipulated as well. And it's really a sad thing. Um, I wish, I wish it wasn't like that. You know, I wish uh, instead of using social media to, um, aggressively put out opinions, um, or aggressively, uh, attack somebody or anything like that. I feel like it should be a way to communicate in a way or in places that it's impossible to communicate. Sometimes you can't sit right in front of people. Sometimes, you know, it is a little bit hard to communicate with somebody that's even further away or family, or you haven't seen them in a while. And I think social media and the internet has given us so many tools from emojis, from, you know, just different things to get our point across in the right way. But of course, we're not using it in that way. Um, they get twisted for other things and then they get thrown into a giant pot and mixed up and it gets distorted. And I don't know, it's 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 dark. I, I want to see the light and I choose to see uh, hope in these situations. But yeah, man, it's social media is a dark place. I think anything too much is bad. It's yeah. kind of like, as you were saying, like everything's advancing, like weapons and stuff. The way I think about it is like with cars, when they start adding horsepower to these new cars and they tell you the speeds it can get up to, but they're not a race car. It's just a car for like average daily driving. Yeah. Like what do you... like? We, what are you going to use that for? Like, yeah. The, the Audubon isn't even fucking America. Like, what are you going to do yeah. with that? It's it's the same with all these things they're doing with social media that it's just getting to the point where it's too much. It's like you're getting rid of human connection. Like, yeah. you're 
you're putting internet connection, but the human connection is not there anymore. Like, if this person has a problem with me in person, they can tell by my tone of voice that I'm trying to speak to them in a respectful manner and listen to them and maybe have a dialogue. Yeah. But online, if someone has a problem with you and you're trying to just be like, whoa, hey, man, like, I, I didn't mean what you think I mean, and I'm sorry, it, that's on me. Um, but here's where we can go. It, online, there is no compromise. There's zero compromise in conversation. Yeah. It's, you're wrong, you're fucked up, you're blocked. Yeah, Bye. It, <laughs> exa- exactly. And I think that's where... That's where our society goes wrong, because the only time we've ever grown, the only time we've ever advanced is through compromise. We don't compromise or we we don't advance when um, somebody wins and destroys another people Um, like you. You never you never grow when one side wins. You you grow when you come to a mutual compromise um, and. You know, you can make those decisions as to where you want to go and what's right for everybody as a whole instead of just one linear path. And somebody, you know, they always say the winners rewrite, rewrite history. Like, you know, like that's Mm. that when it comes down to it. Yeah, sometimes the winners were in the right to win and they were in the right to rewrite history. But I feel as if compromise and coming together and understanding each other is way better than just being like, no, I don't feel like understanding you. Here's why my argument's better than you. And if you don't like it, I'm blocking you. You know, it's, it, it's the same thing as done on larger scales of war of, you know, uh, national uh, problems and everything like that. Everything's just down. It just gets uh, watered down as you go down. It's war, you know, problems, conversation it's the same thing without compromise there's there's no growth and that is a perfect way to segue into my beautiful compromise with treetop and this is the premiere slowly imagination outside my conversation inside run parallel to the phone lines and dream about a don't act like you don't do the same Little devil poking inside your brain Where that halo so nice It's okay if you have both sides Slowly comfortable Don't take offense if I go a little slower My parents didn't last Only met you in October
future the people in the future just heard that and that's exciting because i think we worked on that song for three months yeah 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 it was yeah. In, it was definitely in the making for three months you sent it to me and i was like literally i would put it in my car and i would just try to think of melodies and i'm not gonna lie i didn't have any melodies thought of until i sat down and actually started recording Neither did I. I had no idea what to do after my first verse until you sent me vocals back. That's when I realized, like, oh, this is this is what we're doing. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And I, I think, honestly, like, that's that's what makes it so so good, like, working together and everything like that. We don't um, we don't stress too much if we get stuck at a part because we can just lean on the other person and be like, hey, how about this? What if we do this? And, you know, it, it usually works out super well. Yeah. And it's it's nice too because you and I both have like backgrounds in mixing and production. So when it comes to like what we're trying to say, you and I have taught each other everything. Like Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ev- for sure. Ev- like Justin and I have had probably hour long conversations of just trying to figure out how to get better at mixing. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Would- trying to figure out why uh somebody's vocals are too harsh. How come yeah. if I compress it this much, it's not loud enough at, at this at this point? It's uh, we'll talk about it for like three hours. Like, um, you remember that one conversation? I remember this is so funny thinking back on it because I never use this anymore. But uh, when I found out about multiband compression. Oh, my God, dude, I called you. I remember right away when I found out about it. I was like, Justin this thing is going to solve all of our issues we've been talking about. And then right on the phone, Justin started using multiband compression. He was making all these like sounds. He's like, Ooh, Ooh. Yo, I'm telling you, bro, like multiband compression was like finding, I don't know, discovering fire, discovering music <laughs> fire. Cause I'm sitting here like, yo, there's no way there's a compressor that simultaneously compresses, makes louder eqs like i was i was mind blown and to think that for what it was how long have i been making like three four years that Mm -hmm. i just had no idea about this and like that was the one key that i needed to like really push me to the next level i'm not going to say i'm the best engineer in the world now but that right there was like okay that just eliminates a whole list of problems that i was going through seriously and that's the thing about like why i think it's easy for for us to communicate is since we have been learning like together production stuff engineering stuff like we even talk about singing techniques all the time like what doesn't work and what does work for us yeah so whenever, absolutely whenever we're trying to communicate an issue we're like oh wait we talked about this before we need to do this, this is like the solving mm-hmm. yeah it's and nice. it, it definitely it definitely helps when trying to explain something um you know we we use references 
when we use references from songs, we use references from conversations that we use and everything. I, I think the fact that we've talked so much and gotten so close in the past and understand how each other thinks makes the process of creating that much easier because I can literally talk in code and you'll be like, wow, you couldn't have said it any better. And I'll com- and you'll completely understand it. And we'll have yeah. the exact same product that somebody else would have having an hour long conversation, trying to explain their vision to somebody, you know, it's a beautiful thing. I I'm so happy that people finally get to hear it. And yeah. now we're switching into a, new experimental version of pretty noise where i'm going to be playing my favorite songs at the moment by my friends and i eventually hope to expand this into more of a radio type of format where it's just song going 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 and i don't talk as much but right now this episode's kind of catering towards like premiering slowly but also showing my appreciation for other music from my friends in the internet or people that might not even be close friends, but I consider them friends. So yeah, no, you should. We're, we're all each other's friends. That's that's it. We're friends. You're right. We're friends. But this song right here is by my friend Duran. Um, I got to actually have the honor to mix and master this song. I remember when he sent it to me, I was super excited about it. He sent me the demo and it sounded phenomenal. The production's super good. Um, And yeah, this is called New Car. Black and white, but I feel so blue. Walking 
I'm not even trying to boast like the fact that you pointed that out like for, let me put this out there before I start talking about me Duran killed that song that's my favorite song by him he started making music I think like a year ago I might be wrong so if he's really he started making it that recent dude really? he he the amount he's progressed as a musician has been amazing to me like how far he's coming and watching him discover new influences and find how his voice works. Like yeah. when, he sent, when he sent me this song, I was super excited for him and like, it's so good. But I, I played that little, those keys at the end on the whirly. Well, not an actual whirly, but no, no, no. Um, we're going to call it a whirly. Uh, yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I played that and I was, I'm glad you noticed that. Cause no, I was literally, I, I loved it. It was very, very nostalgic feeling. Like it took me back, you know, maybe to like a sad point in my life. I don't know, but <laughs> it took me back. It took, it definitely took me back and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, While, while we're on the topic of uh, um, growth and progression, um, well, I, I guess, you know, me and you, we have these conversations a lot, mm-hmm. but um, in 10 years, right? Uh, right. You've been making music for a while. You um, end up being uh, very successful. Everything goes well in 10 years. You know, you still have oh, more to go after. Shucks. Oh, shucks, baby. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's expected. Come on. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but where physically not maybe not mentally because there's probably a lot that would be happening in 10 years um uh physically where do you see yourself being maybe not career-wise maybe where you're living or maybe all of it where where in 10 years do you want the next checkpoint to be well i'd say today is the first checkpoint of physical anything i'm mm-hmm. currently still running off the fumes of anesthesia mm-hmm. uh, that's fun my, oh yeah yeah from my uh doctor's appointment earlier got a good old colonoscopy that was phenomenal um but hopefully 10 years from now starting today i start taking better care of myself so that these things can be avoided mm-hmm. um 
but no, 10 years from now, like physically, like a place or like, um, well, let's, let's start with a place. So we're, we're going to start with a place. And then what do you want your surrounding environment to be? Where do you want to find comfort at? Do you want to have a family? Do you want to do this, this, and this? Where do you see yourself living in 10 years? And what what is going to come with that? What do you want to come with that? Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, I always dream that I live kind of on like a secluded farmland type of vibe, but I'm near some sort of town. So when I need groceries... I don't have to drive 45 minutes, mm. but when I want to be home, I'm still, it's private and stuff and it's yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be in the U.S. I, I'm praying I'm married by then. I'm praying I have some beautiful babies and I'm financially stable to support those babies and my lovely wife at the time. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Um, um I hope that I have a dog. I'm kind of getting sad thinking like, man, 10 years from now, I, I won't have the same dog. That's depressing. But, you know, yeah. I hope I have a dog. But honestly, like, yeah, I, I don't want to be in the U.S. I know that, but I don't know which country yet. I want me and you need to blow up with gloves so you and I can explore these countries once COVID's over and then get a <laughs> grasp on like, ah, this is the one we need to move to. Yeah, where would you yeah, want? Yeah. Like, where, where, what about you? Um... Hmm. So, uh, it's it's either two. It's it's two different things. Um, when it comes to me as a person, and just like the way my personality is, and the way I I I want to see myself, and where I want to see myself, um, my first option right off the bat is Utah. Um, and everybody is always like, "Bro, why do you want to go to Utah?" Uh, I saw you tell about Utah the other day. Bro, I I just I have to do it. It's just something where where I live right now, um, there's a lot of mountains and you know, it's very um very influenced by nature, just the entire culture of of the area that I'm in. But Utah, I I don't know. It just there's just something about it where I know it just has a lot of untapped potential in terms of like the way people look at it because of the stigmas that surround it when it comes to like religion and, you know, Mormons and everything like that. These are things that don't mean anything to me, you know, and the, only the people that are really going out there to see the, the, the prettiest view on top of a mountain possible are the ones that are enjoying it and everybody else they're you know, still kind of staying away. And, you know, I feel like it's just like untapped land uh, in my mind. I know there's plenty of people there, but I feel like it's just like untapped land that I want to see myself ending up at and being secure at. I don't particularly know if um, I want to have a family in 10 years, um, but I do want to be comfortable around people that I love, whether that mm -hmm. be friends, whether that be uh, family, whether that be uh, um, a wife, kids, anything like that. All I know is that Utah is where I want to start that at um but that's speaking from personality now in terms of my dreams and from when i was a little kid japan i just i want to live in japan for a little bit japan seems beautiful man i've heard oh, a yeah. lot of good stories about japan oh yeah yeah i would visit you in japan i've i've got so many 
so many influences that made me who I am today that uh, came from Japan that I feel like it's only right to either live out there for a little bit or visit for a long period of time um, just to really understand like the people, the culture that, that gave me a big piece of my personality and made me who I am. I feel like at some point I have to pay the country that, and I have to pay myself that, you know, just, just to go experience it. You know, I'm really, I'm really all about experiences, but those, those two right there where I'm, I'm putting the, the little um, pins on the map. And like, that's where, that's where I got to go. I'll visit you any day, baby. Yo, you better. All right. The bed is always open for you. Okay. (laughs) No, no, no. Don't do that. My girlfriend will listen to this and kill me. Oh man. I love you, Tommy. Don't hurt me, but Justin's a beautiful man. Yeah, no, he he loves you, I promise. But our next song <laughs> is by my good friend Robbie. Goes by Ooh, Robbie Darko. Robbie. I haven't heard from Robbie in a while. I hope he's doing and well. Robbie's working on some good music. I actually got to listen to some stuff. Ooh, I I believe it. I believe it. He's always been super, super talented. He yeah, man. He's super talented. He plays, he produces all his stuff. Um plays a guitar. He's worked with me a couple times. He's a super genuine guy. One of the most genuine guys I've ever met. Um, got a lot of love for him. And this is Dirt by Robin Dirt.
that was Dirt by Robbie Darko. Phenomenal song. It bangs. Also got that summer feeling. Um, I think it personally needs a music video. Robbie, if you listen to this, please. Yeah, please, please bless us. Like, we need that. Man is on a different level. Man's is on a different level. Like, I just, I love hearing people that are so immensely talented, like, musically and, like, got the hang of it and know what they're doing, have a vision for a song, and then seeing it all come together. Like, man, Robbie, you got it, man. That, that shit's awesome. Love you, Robbie. Much love coming from here. I'm from, this is love from Virginia, and then Treetops, love from Pennsylvania coming to you in the Netherlands. But uh and the next song here is by Treetop and I's uh friend Jake that we've also been friends with for almost four years now. Oh yeah. And he's in his producer bag now in the lo fi scene. And this is like my favorite beat he's made. Yeah, he's killing like, it. He's killing yeah, it. This this one's called Better Days. Better Days by JBC. Fucking love you, Jake. That beat makes me feel nocturnal. Yeah, I can't lie. I was I'm getting like um it's either a nighttime Toronto vibe or a nighttime Tokyo vibe. It just it just seems like an adventure with pretty lights and like culture and you know tall buildings and like a lot of people and nice you just get lost in it just sounds like that it sounds like i'm exploring i don't know where i'm going but by the time the sun comes up i'll feel like i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be and like that's that's what that song gave me i I love that a lot jake you're you're incredible man 
super happy for Jake too because I've I've been seeing him grind on Instagram recently trying to do his marketing thing. Oh yeah, left awesome. and right. right. His consistency is phenomenal. Yeah, for sure. I admire it. This next song is by Yuki. Ooh. Uh, my my personal favorite right now at the moment on his album. It always changes. But right now my personal favorite is Tapestry. Um I think the chorus on this is phenomenal. And let's dive into this. Let's bless your eardrums. Tapestry by Yuki. <laughs> can't lie um you know i don't i don't talk to yuki a lot but whenever um whenever i get a chance to try to show love i know you just dropped a project recently but i'm never sick of whatever you drop so uh please drop more 
ASAP. We like we we need that. Like Yuki's a very refreshing sound in the mix of today's um like alternative R and B pop uh trap thing like that that everybody tries to mix but can't seem to find like the right rhythm. He's got nice grooves. He's very musically talented. He's like one of the people I look to to be like, okay, I know that if I want um ten out of ten musicality from start to finish he's one of the artists that i can trust in and go to and be like i know yuki's gonna give me that because he actually cares about the music and and i i really appreciate that and yeah yeah please drop please drop more soon we need that i guarantee you he's working on an album that every time i every time i talk to him like we'll hop on a call he'll be like oh let me send you uh like six songs from this new album i'm like how many albums do you have dude yeah, I it's it see that that's crazy. It brings me back my my mentor when I first started making music always told me at the very beginning. Uh, this was when I was like making one for one songs and I like make a song every every couple months. He used to tell me um, always because he also has like a million albums just saved up on his hard drive that have not come out yet that he you know he's holding on to for the right time. Um, but he always told me that no matter what, always have music ready ready to go because you never know who's waiting who's listening or who wants to hear more and honestly like uh, yuki's like the best representation for that that man is is a grinder he's he's a workhorse for sure he's one of my biggest inspirations one of my favorite friends to watch just go insane but this next this next song i know we're freaking uh this is a long podcast for anybody listening. So if you're here, I love you. This is a special episode where Treetop and I are just bonding. Um, and just like always. Listen, yeah, just listening to music together. So if you're here for the ride, I appreciate you so much. Um, I'm trying to speed it up a little bit because Treetop and I both don't have AC going in our rooms right now. It's, like <laughs> not, it's, it's hot. Yeah, I'm it, super sweating right hot. now. Um it's very hot, and I said I'd have this thing out at 9.30, so my time management here is a little off. So you're witnessing this as you listen to me go through the thought process of realizing this is why planning matters. Yeah, so. but this is also <laughs> why people love you. This is why people are fans of you because you're transparent. You're not, like, in the background yelling at somebody or whispering at somebody, like, hey, <laughs> speed it up. You're just, like, talking to yourself, like, oh, man, we're uh, running out of time here, but... <laughs> We're gonna keep vibing because this is great. You guys are still yeah. here, and I, you know, honestly, I think it's a great vibe. I'm glad, man. This this next song, I don't personally know him. His name is Josh Mason. Um, I found him on Instagram. A couple of my friends followed him and told me about him, and I listened to his music and I was blown away. It's like, it's like hyper pop R and B mixed mm. with everything I love, with a little bit of sugar. Uh, the production's fucking insane. It inspires me a lot. It's probably inspired a couple of my new songs I've been working on, like my solo stuff. But this, yeah, Justin, you you gotta hear this one. I'm say no more. Genuinely, see, this is insane. <laughs> Ready? Let's do it. All right, this is "Star Cross" by Josh Mason. I can barely breathe I think you suffocated me Or your grip just got 
stop chasing after me It started in your ways And break me to my knees <laughs> So lately I've been listening to a lot of K-pop, like a uh-huh. lot of K-pop. And they really accent like the futuristic pop, um, the the type of the type of pop slash R and B that like puts you in a mood but also has substance to it if you really sit down and listen to it. Yeah. And just like that song from top to bottom, like just the sound design, where it was going, where it was taking you, even it, it it caters to people that uh, even if they're not sitting down or like don't have the time to like really delve into the lyrics, the instrumentation and the music behind it can still take you to that exact same place. And it fits very beautifully together. I, I really enjoyed that. No, nah, man, you, he has this other song. Um, oh, it's called, it's called make you believe. But it's like, it's different from that song, but it's, it matches, like it's cohesive in a way. Like it's, you can tell he found his sound, but it it has these crazy, like, I don't want to compare too hard. Like, cause I don't, I don't know me personally, when people compare me to stuff, I don't want to be compared to my fuck. So I always, I always get afraid to compare people, but like there's stuff in, oh, it's just called make believe. That's what the song is. It has these drops that are like a hundred gex style, mm. where it's just mm. fucking insane distorted bass, but then it'll switch up into like pretty melodies, like it was on Starcross. Oh, that's that's gorgeous. Yeah, no, it's super awesome. I'm I'm inspired by it right now, and I'm glad you got the same vibe. But yeah, the next song is by my good friend Julio, and I personally believe this is a hidden gem of a song. Julio has the biggest fucking catalog <laughs> of songs oh, yeah. out of all my friends. And I don't know how him and his engineer, Brad, managed to even stay sane making that much stuff. Like, it takes me so long to make a song. I, I don't know how he does it. So much, much praise to that. But this it's my song... Guy. It's my guy, Julio. Always working. That's 
It's, right? it's inspiring. It's awesome to see. Uh, yeah, keep going, man. Seriously. I just talked to Julio before this, and he was super surprised that I picked this song because I don't, I don't really think he knew that I listened to this one. But it's called "Human Again," and it's like a completely different vibe than I've heard him on before. And I'm just, I, the, it has, it's like not a crazy baseline, but the baseline's super, super addicting. Yeah, so we're gonna get into that right now. Sound the alarms, I've hated myself for too long It's time that I link up with God Bygones or bygones be gone This is the place I belong Conversations with God are the reason I think I'm a God Wait, did I say something wrong? You're looking at me like I'm lost But right here is where I belong I'm everlasting I had to learn how to live Once was an alien, I'm human again I'm changing the world, this is where I begin I can't change the world if I can't change myself Fighting myself for the heavyweight belt Got myself on the ropes and I want the KO I don't care, I don't know, but I'll see where I go just telling justin as i was playing like i love the disco inspired drums like i've never heard julio go that direction before and oh yeah julio, if you're listening to this please please for the love of god i'm begging keep going that way because i love it yeah no he definitely fits he definitely fits that sound a lot 
it uh it caters to his voice super well and like he was hitting those pockets like like you said it has like a very sexy feel to it it like uh uh-huh. Like you want somebody to know, like, hey, I'm into you, and like it, it like has that feeling. Get a credit card that gives you what you need now, a low interest rate on everyday purchases, and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed, and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit penfed.org slash goldcard. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. The Medicare annual election period deadline is almost here. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who started their search for coverage at myhealthpolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online, so he started at myhealthpolicy.com. I took my time and found the coverage I was looking for. And done. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plans, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com and done. Switched to a better plan. And Michael. I met with a local licensed insurance agent face-to-face and done. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to compare top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's one 800 Go start. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call.